0: Welcome to Reliance's Sunday Sermon. Worship with us at 8, 9.30, or 11 o'clock a.m. We hope you're encouraged by today's message.
1: Uh, Graham is going to deliver the word this morning. Graham is uh, uh, an awesome, awesome uh, man of God that, uh, man, the wisdom this guy's got just blows me away. Uh, so Graham has, uh, uh, has a vision uh, with the church uh, that he's going to share this morning, and as I said a minute ago, we believe um, that we're supposed to do life together, uh, and um, that's some of the things he's going to share this morning. Um, but if you'd pray with me, and, and we're going to we're going to get rocking in the Word this morning, God, I just thank you right now, God, for allowing us to come this morning, God, God to worship you, uh, God to just ask you to be with Graham this morning, God, give him the words to say, God, uh, God to let him cast God this vision and, and the words that you have crafted in his heart, God. Uh, for how we are to walk out this relationship with you and, and with one another. So I just thank you and praise you, God. For uh, for the next few minutes, we'll be together. In your name, we pray. Amen.
0: Good morning, Reliance. You all right? <laughs> As mentioned, my name is Graham, and about a year ago, of the staff and really help in figuring out how came to me and asked if I would come be a part of the staff and really help in figuring out how do we equip everyone at Reliance. And in this past year, Ryan and I have been getting together uh, to discuss, well, how do we equip this many people effectively? What would it look like if a Sunday morning wasn't the pinnacle or the priority of the church? And so I have been, over the last year, we have been creating this vision for what we're calling house churches. And so I've been trying to train and lead And bring up house church pastors. And if you're like clueless to what that is, that's good. Because that's why you're here. Because I'm going to tell you about it. Okay. So this message is going to be more of a vision casting in-house. Where are we heading type message. It's not a Bible study type message. Just be aware of that. Um, But I really want to hopefully, yeah, give some clear vision. Where Reliance is heading coming this fall. And hopefully you'll be excited to want to get on board with where we're going. Okay. So in September... We are going to be doing away with what we have been calling Life Groups. And we are going to be launching what we're going to call House Churches. That doesn't mean we're, but we are going to launch what we're calling Sunday morning, so don't worry, still going to be here. But we are going to launch what we're calling House Churches, which I'm going to tell you about. We're still going to have the men's groups and women's groups, different Bible studies and short-term classes that are available, which we're all going to put, call Equipping Groups, okay? But this morning, again, I want to talk about the house churches. What are they? What are we talking about? Now, before I get into that, I want to kind of share with you a little bit about what I'm like, who I'm like, what I'm like, my personality, because I know there are some of you who can relate to me, and I don't want you to have an assumption of what I'm like because I'm up here speaking, and I'm speaking on a topic of house churches. And I really want to kind of connect with those who are like me because I know we're different. (laughs) I'm not a very social person, okay? It's is surprising for somebody on, right, speaking. You usually think that the person speaking is just like, awesome pastor, is very social. Well, that's not me, okay? I'm not a very social person. I don't like being at social events. I could stay home all day and all night, and I'd be perfectly fine. You know, that's just how I am. I'm not a huge fan of gatherings, and I don't like being forced to talk to people, okay? I like to stand off by myself, you know? It doesn't mean you can't approach me, but just know I probably won't approach you very quickly, Okay? <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty quiet, and I'm not, I'm not proactive at being social. Is that these things I need to work on? Yes, probably should work on them more than I do, but it's just kind of how I am. And I know there's some of you out there that are like me, right? I hope I'm not the only one here. I'm also quite independent, meaning I don't like to ask for help. It's hard for me to ask for help, and I don't like opening up about myself to people. I'm, I'm quite private, okay? It's just hard for me to open up. I'd rather listen and have you open up to me. (laughs) That's how I like it, okay? I'm also pretty slow paced and I don't like to be busy. I don't like to fill up my calendar. I just, I fight against being busy, okay? That's just how I am. I'm an introvert who gets drained very quickly by being around people. (laughs) It doesn't mean I don't like people. It's just (laughs) I don't have the energy for it. And I will never object to staying home and being quiet and being in silence, okay? It's just how I am. And I know I'm hoping at least some people can relate to me. <laughs> so I'm gonna be honest. I have never been one to get excited about life groups and home groups and small groups or whatever it is the church you've been at has called them before. Okay? I've never just been like, I can't wait to go to the do. Right? That's that's talk about myself and open up because that's what we're supposed to do. Right? That's that's never been me. And here I am up here going to talk to you about house churches. <laughs> so I don't want you to get this assumption that I'm this extroverted, high-energy, party-throwing social person, right? That's not me. And so I want to kind of connect with those who are like me, because all you extroverts you are like, yeah, like, let's do this, more things, more social stuff, let's do it. But those of you who are like me, I want to try and keep your attention <laughs> that what I'm talking about I think is very beneficial to all of us. Um, And I hope we all can get on board with that. Okay, So one of the main reasons for the decision um, from the leadership of Reliance to start these house churches is that we no longer want the Sunday morning to be the priority or the most important part or the pinnacle of a person's Christian walk with God. Okay, maybe you've heard that said before if you've been here for any part of time. Like, hey, what we do here isn't the most important thing. If you've heard that, right? Then that should raise the question, well, then what is, right? What's the most important part? What's the priority? In Acts 2.46, a says this. And day by day, some translations say every day, attending the temple together, that's the believers here of the first century church, attending the temple. One unique thing that I think we find with the first century church which Aaron has been kind of sharing with us, you know, what, what are some of the unique elements that made the first certain church so effective and powerful and supernatural? That's what he's been talking about in Acts. And one of the unique things that I think we find in the early church is that there isn't this once-a-week, Sunday morning church service experience that every, every believer is depending on, right? There seems to be this togetherness, amongst every day where they are connecting and they're not just depending on the Sunday morning experience, right? But sadly, what has happened at the, ch- the church at large, what we've developed is this perfection of the Sunday morning experience that we all depend on. It becomes the pinnacle and it's the priority. It's the most important part. And we make sure it's perfect, right? So we come in, we sit, we have our experience, we go home and then we wait for the next Sunday morning to come along. And this becomes what we depend on in our relationship with God and with others in the church largely. And then we come and we wonder, well, why, why aren't we seeing a lot of what we read about in the Bible? Like, why aren't these supernatural things happening in the church And I wonder if it's because we have largely reserved what happens in the Bible to happen on a Sunday morning. Like, if it's going to happen, it has to happen on a Sunday morning, right? Like, this is where all the supernatural stuff is supposed to happen, is right now in this hour and a half. And yet, when you read the Bible, very little happens during a church service, and barely anything happens on a Sunday morning, but yet we've reserved it for this timeline, So what if we weren't as dependent then on a Sunday morning? What if we had a community of house churches that were all under the banner of Reliance, but we had this community of house churches that were led by a house church pastor, not a Reliance staff pastor, but a leader who has been equipped and empowered to actually care for and lead those who come. And this actually became the place where you were most excited to be at. This became the place you experienced Jesus in different ways. This became the place you served. This became the place you used your gifts and built relationships. Now, we're not just talking about another type of life group, (laughs) nor are we talking about taking a Sunday morning and trying to replicate it or replace it. Because the reality is like a Sunday morning cannot provide what all of us need. It can't provide the pastoral care that we need because if, you're a, if there's a staff member at a church, what they're doing is they're running around trying to make sure there's no loose ends and everything runs smoothly for your experience, for your encounter with God, whatever. Like, they're trying to make sure it runs smoothly. They have to. So they can't provide the care that you need. And then throughout the week, there are so many people here that a uh, a few individuals cannot adequately provide the care that you have or that you need. It can't provide the connections all that great because, well, there are a lot of people, who are you going to talk to first? And if you're like me, no one. <laughs> and you have 15 minutes, so good luck trying to share something that's really going on in your life, right? Right? It can't really provide the opportunities for you to follow your passions and your gifts and to serve, because there's really only a few areas to serve. And if they don't align with your passions or your gifts or your talents, well, you either suck it up and do it anyways and put a smile on your face, or you wait and hope that the staff of Reliance will be like, we'll open up a door of a ministry or an opportunity that will align with your passion and your gifts, or you sit back and do nothing, right? Right? And although it can provide an atmosphere to worship and experience Jesus, it still only presents a few avenues to worship and experience Him. What if you don't even like the music? What if you don't like singing? Are you then a bad Christian because you don't like the genre of music that's being played? Or you don't like to sing? Are you a Christian that doesn't know how to worship because you just don't like singing? (laughs) Right? You have music, you have singing, you have some prayer, and then every once in a while they'll be nice to the introverts and have about 30 seconds of silence. <sighs> you can't have it too long, though. Everyone will get uncomfortable. I'm like, come on, just make it a minute, please. Right? Like, we've largely placed what it looks like to experience and worship Jesus in a box on a Sunday morning. And I do believe that reliance is very good at breaking apart that box, but it's very difficult to do, especially when it leaves everyone else feeling uncomfortable. And if you've been here for any period of time, you've probably done, felt uncomfortable. Like, wait, wait, we're doing what on a Sunday morning? Like, this isn't what we're supposed to be doing. That's not what it looks like, right? <laughs> and it leaves everyone feeling a little uncomfortable. But what if we had then a house church that we were part of, that we actually called our church? church. That actually gave space to worship and experience experience Jesus in ways that are not provided and cannot be provided for on a Sunday morning. What if we had a church where we had more than 15 minutes in passing to actually share what's going on in our hearts and in our lives? Or a pastor who was available to you for the cares and questions and needs that you may have? What if we had a smaller, safer place where we could actually pursue our passions and practice our gifts and try our gifts? So what if a Sunday morning became more of a gathering of is where we celebrated, not necessarily the place we get our tanks filled. Right? What if we had another place where we actually were equipped? Because one of them, I don't know if you've heard that or not, and they've been there, is their mandate is to become an equipping center. I don't know if you've heard that or not. And they get this largely from Ephesians 4, verses 11 to 12, where they, it talks about having teachers and leaders and pastors. And the, means is the role of pastor is to equip you outside of the church, but they're called to equip you to do it. And your talents and to use them inside and outside of the church, but they're called to equip you to do it. So, Reliance does not want to be this place where they're up on stage using their gifts, following their passions, and then you sit back and do nothing, because that's not equipping. So, the question then is asked, well, how do we actually provide an an avenue or provide opportunities for people to use their passions and their gifts, where they can actually practice and fail and grow and learn? Some of you may have a gift of teaching, but the opportunity to teach on a Sunday morning or speak on a Sunday morning may never come to you. Some of you may have passions for the homeless or women in trafficking, and the ministry or the opportunity to pursue that will never come from the staff of Reliance. Instead, so often we're waiting for something to be created in this Sunday morning from the staff, right? Right? And so what we want to happen is actually have a place where we can run with our gifts and with our passions and not always wait for big church reliance to give us the opportunity for it. So what if we had a house church where we were able actually to take the people to the homeless? Hey, I'm passionate about homeless. Let's go. I'm gonna create the time. We're gonna do this. We're gonna put it on the calendar and I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna lead it. We're gonna go. This is my passion. You're my church and I'm gonna lead you in it. And not wait for someone else to do it, but actually go with your passion and your gift. Hey, I have a gift of teaching, or I want to learn how to teach, or I want to try it. Like, hey, yeah, this is where you get to do that. This is your church. So the the primary role then of the house church pastor that we're calling them is going to be to provide the spiritual, the leading and teaching for all those who are coming, not necessarily to do everything, (laughs) the leading and teaching and hosting, creating all the service projects, blah, 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 blah. That will fall on everybody else because those are, what are your passion about? What are you gifted in? This is probably the biggest shift that needs to happen in our mind from a typical life group to what we're calling a house church. Because a church was never meant to be a place where we just come and we sit and we watch the leaders and pastors do everything and we just sit back and do nothing. So it's not up to the house church pastors that we go to, right, to teach and host and lead and all those things and go to the homeless shelter or whatever it is. So if Reliance is going to fulfill its mandate to equip the believers, that means we need to provide the space and the opportunity for that to happen, because it won't happen on a Sunday morning. And again, it takes this mindset shift because we don't typically see life groups and small groups or home groups as our church. We don't see it as a place to serve. We see the big Sunday morning as our place to serve. We don't see that as our church. So we need to take this, we need to change how we see these house churches. As this is my church, this is where I serve and where I can use my gift. This is where the opportunity is to pursue my passion. Right? So it's not the desire for, that all of us will find our place and watch the leaders do everything. Okay? But it's the desire that all of us will find our place and then contribute to it. So, do you have ministry ideas or passions that you have that you're just waiting for an opportunity to go and do? Do you have a desire to teach or host? Do you love throwing parties? Not I. <laughs> right? But do you love hosting people? Do you have a passion that you're just waiting for the opportunity to pursue? And we believe that the house churches can actually provide those opportunities because the house church pastors will just have the open door for those to happen, for that to happen. Like, yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's go to the homeless. You lead it. <laughs> I'll support you. Figure it out. We'll put it on the calendar. We'll go. Yeah, you can teach. Yeah, let's do it. This is your passion. Let's figure out how we can bring that here and how you can pursue that. Because they're going to be the ones providing the care and the leadership and then they're the ones that you can go to when you have a need, right? Not necessarily the staff of Reliance because there's too many passions Like if they're providing the care, you guys are, we're pursuing our gifts and our passions like it's our church. That make sense? <laughs> kind of. We also believe that the house church then can become a safe environment for us to use our gifts and practice them and then fail at them and it be Okay. See, one of the big issues with the American church is that we demand perfection. You at least have to know you have to know what you're doing or at least look like you know what you're doing, right? So you see someone on, like me up here speaking and you already have this assumption that I have it all figured out and I know what I'm doing, right? And it creates this separation. Like, whoa, man, they do things so well. They're so good at that. Let's just let them do it all because it looks so good when they do it. And we just sit back then and watch. Well, let me, can I let you in on a little secret? 99.9% of all pastors and teachers and leaders don't have a clue what they're doing. They're just practicing. And sure, maybe they've had more opportunities to practice, but they don't know what they're doing. We're not better. We don't have it figured out. Maybe we've had more schooling or something. Right? And if it always looks flawless to you, it just means that we've put, we've figured out a formula because we think it has to look flawless. And It works. And we're too afraid to get out of it (laughs) because we think it has to look flawless and perfect. No one is perfect. Why do we read the Bible and think the disciples had any clue what they were doing? They spent three years with Jesus, and they were, for the majority of that time, completely clueless to what he was doing and what he was about. But yet Jesus modeled for them what God was really like. The love that he has, the compassion he has, the power he has, the compassion, the the patience, the forgiveness, and the disciples watched. <laughs> and then they were like, okay, well, I guess we should try it. This is what Jesus did. So let's just take a risk and try it. And so we want to create that kind of safe environment where it's like, hey, Jesus tried it. Let's let Jesus did this. Let's try it. <laughs> and it'd be okay for it not to turn out the way that you want it to turn out. For it not to be perfect, for it to go horribly wrong and, it, and not be condemned for it. Where it's okay to have questions and doubts, where it's okay to not know what you're doing, and yet try, and still be loved and encouraged in those moments. So what if we had that place where it was safe to try the gifts that we're afraid of or that we think have to look a certain way? I think then we can be more equipped, right? So not only do we want the house churches to be this place where we're better cared for, where we're equipped, right? Where Sunday morning isn't the priority, where we get to use our gifts and practice and fail, and it'd be okay, but we also want it to be a place where we experience Jesus in a real way, And there are four things that Reliance really wants to focus on and become the culture of the church, which you've heard on a Sunday morning over and over and over again, and that's worship, word, and prayer, and then family. And one thing with a typical life group, what we've had is a lot of times they've been surrounded by just building connections and relationships, which are good, and then hopefully worship, word, and prayer will become a part of that. What we're really wanting to do is have the house churches really focus in on worship, word, and prayer and see family develop out of that. So let's talk about these just very briefly. Let's talk about worship. When we say worship we're not talking about and that's okay. In fact, if you join a house church there may never be music <laughs> and that's okay because music doesn't equal worship. When we talk about worship we're talking about having some element that actually gives space that leads people into a place where they can be with Jesus and and uh, interact with him and put their attention and their affection and their awareness onto him and tell him who he is and let him in because when you've had a crazy week or a crazy day sometimes the last person on your mind is Jesus right? right so we want everyone to discover that there are actually different ways to experience and worship Jesus than just through music and different ways than what will ever be provided for on a Sunday morning And all of us are unique, have different personalities, and actually experience Jesus in different ways, and actually have, he's wired in us different ways to worship him. And so we can actually explore those, (laughs) that we can't explore on a Sunday morning. So then we want the element of worship, then we want the word, which when we're talking about that, we mean a Bible study, right? Studies. We want... It's you to try to teach, learn how to teach. Maybe you have a gift of teaching you don't even realize it yet. You don't have to have it figured out. You don't have to have a degree. You don't have to have all the answers. I'm telling you, most of the time, the best teachers and speakers are those who know they don't have all the right answers and know they don't have it figured out. (laughs) You're in good company so worship word and then we want prayer and this isn't a oh no we've run out of time i'll just end us with send us out with some prayer in 30 seconds <laughs> nor is it let's get in a circle talk about everyone everybody's aunt's cat and then the leader will pray for them all all the cats in the room and everyone else will stay quiet <laughs> okay <laughs> what we want is to for everyone to feel find a safe place where they can learn how to pray for one another and truly learn how to pray for one. Taking a fair amount of time where you're actually learning how to interact and engage with Jesus when praying for another person, and I actually expect him to show up. So this is where most of us get uncomfortable, though, because for some reason we always assume that everyone knows how to pray. When 90% of us in this room feel like we don't know how to pray, and if we were, f- right? So if that's how you feel, you're in good company, by the way. And is what we do what we, what's been modeled to us from up front, which is having this 20-minute elaborate, make sure the words are perfect and everything is fine-tuned you know, type prayer because that's what you see up here, right? You see these the people, they, these powerful, passionate, the words are perfect, everything is eloquent. There's, it's just a these are effective how it's supposed to be. Like this is minimum, right? And for some reason we think then that's how it's supposed to be. Like this is what an effective prayer looks like. And then we're like, well, I don't know how to sound like that. I don't know how to do that. And so then we don't pray. And we don't learn how to pray. We don't know, learn how to talk to Jesus. And so what we want to do then is actually create a safe place where it's okay to not know how to pray and to try. <laughs> because I think Jesus loves it when somebody comes and talks with him and their words are jumbled up. They don't make complete sense. It's only a sentence long. He's like, and, but they have a genuine heart. And he's like, I love that. <laughs> so worship, word, prayer, and then family. In Acts two forty-four to 45, it says this, And all who believed were together and had all things in common, and they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. So if you join a house church, you're going to have to sell everything that you have kidding obviously that's not what we're saying (laughs) what we are saying though is that we would create developed these relationships where we actually care for one another and provide for one another and when needs arise we know we have a support system or if a need of another person that we can actually help provide for them and care for them We want these house churches to be the place where we do life together. We cross paths with, we meet with outside of the meeting time. People we take care of and know will help take care of us when we need that. Where each person doesn't have to wonder, like, who can I go to, right, when a need arises? Like, I know who I can go to. I have a house church, a support system, people who are there for me. And this takes time, right? Not every personality clicks together. So if you sign up for a house church, it's not like you have to stay there if, like, you really don't gel well together. (laughs) You don't want to force anything. (laughs) But still, there comes this sense of security in life when you know you're not alone, right? And then as you develop family and this place of love and acceptance and you know, safety, and then you can actually begin to invite people in the community to actually de- experience that. And they don't necessarily even have to come to a Sunday morning where there's hundreds of people. They come to a place where they can find that, those relationships and a safe place and acceptance and love. And maybe eventually they'll come to a Sunday morning. But maybe they develop family before they even come to a Sunday morning. So this is where Reliance is wanting to head starting in September. And I know for some of you, you're like, yes, this is exactly what I want. Woo, let's do it. And then those, there are those of you like me, you're like, uh, eh, I think I'd rather just stay home. Do we have to be social? <laughs> I'd rather just not go. But maybe... By being a part of a house church, we're actually, we would actually find a way of experiencing Jesus that's actually more fruitful for us than even a Sunday morning is. And we'd find it more enjoyable than even a Sunday morning is. Maybe we'd actually find some relationships that we can actually trust, a support system that's there. Maybe we'd find one person that we know that no matter what, they accept you and they love you. No matter what you do or have done or will do, Maybe you'll find those people that, like, no matter what, they're not leaving. They're not going anywhere. Like, they've got you. Yeah, you're not alone. We all need that <laughs> person or people to know, like, no matter what, they're going to be there for us. And we can be there for them. And maybe you'll find people that actually need your gift <laughs> or your talents or whatever or your passion I don't know. But is it possible that we're missing out on a lot by depending on a Sunday morning? And allowing that to be our pinnacle in our relationship with God and with others. Our Sunday morning is good and important. Yes, they're still going to be here. (laughs) They're still going to be here. But they will forever keep your relationship with God in a box. And we believe that being a part of house churches can create a more holistic dynamic of relationship between you and God and with others. And I'm just going to say this. This is new. (laughs) I've been a part of, you know, I've been around and been a part of other churches. I've never seen this. (laughs) Like, this is new. This takes a mind shift for everybody. But we really believe that this can bring a healthy reliance, create a healthy reliance church and so we hope that this will be something that we all can be on board with and so in september is when we're going to launch these you can look on the website there's already some of them that are available um, on the website that you can begin signing up for there'll be more information to come if you're listening to this and you're like, oh man, like, I'd actually like to be one of those house church pastors and lead one of those, then you can come talk to me and we can figure out if that. this is something new, but we think it's something that will really be holistic and healthy for the church. If we can get outside of this idea that Sunday these are my people and we can get into these smaller pockets where like, this is my church, <laughs> these are my people, this is where I serve and use gifts and find my passions and we still come on a Sunday morning. All right, I'm going to pray, and then I'll dismiss you. We're not going to have the band come up this morning, so if you guys could just all stand. I'm going to pray for you. All right, Jesus, I just thank you uh, that you, you're a God that is so much bigger than anything we've known or experienced, that there's always more of you <laughs> to know. And I thank you that you want to be known uh, so I just I just pray for there to be uh, just a, a hearts hearts in this room that know that you want to meet with them and you want to reveal yourself to them in more ways than what's provided on a Sunday morning. And I pray that you would open doors, you would create house churches, you would create right relationships, and that we would see that each person in here would actually find a person or people that they know have their back and they would no longer feel alone, that they would truly find family and truly find connection and that they would find passion and their passions and gifts and purpose. So just ask for you to speak to each heart here today um, and just bless them in Jesus' name, amen. All right, have a good morning, guys. Bless you. Thanks for tuning in today find out how to get more involved, go to reliancecommunity.org. Have a great week.